So what does it mean to remember? Uh, most of us are pretty good at knowing what it means to forget. That comes easily and it comes more easy as we get older. Names, pin numbers, birthdays, anniversaries, where we left the car keys, where we parked the car in the first place. I have a friend who was chairing a church meeting some years ago and a lady indicated that she wanted to speak. But could he remember her name? Fair enough, you might think in a fairly largest church, but the only problem was he, he had been married to her for over 20 years now. How do you help to remember things? Some of us perhaps make a note on our phone or in a diary or tie a knot in a handkerchief, a scribbled note on the back of the hand or in our house it's lists. We have hundreds of lists. We have lists of lists. Things to do, people to see, shopping to buy and so on, birthdays to mark. That's why it's good, I think, at this time of year, we begin to see poppies popping up everywhere so that we don't forget those who gave their lives in two world wars and indeed in other conflicts since. And as we'll say later in the service, we will remember them. But there are other things we need to remember, of course, as God's people. As the psalmist says, they're not forgetting all his benefits. There's a delightful story of the, the uh, conductor, Sir Thomas Beecham. He was attending the reception and he found himself in, in conversation with a lady. He recognized this lady, but couldn't for the life of him think of where they'd met or who she was or her name. And you know how you do? You desperately begin a conversation like that and you start to say, uh, so, so how are you? And this lady said, fine. And the family, how are that? Oh, yes, they're fine. And your husband, is, is he well? He's, he's very well, thank you. And is he still doing the same thing? Yes, the lady replied, he is still king. <laughs> As Christians, even in these strange and uncertain times, we shouldn't forget who is still king. King of kings. So what does it mean to remember? The biblical understanding of remembering is actually much richer, much fuller than our kind of understanding. We, we about, think about forgetting as being, well, it slipped my mind. I, I forgot to ring you up. I, I forgot my key and so on. The biblical idea is much greater than that. To forget someone is almost tantamount to, to wiping them out, to, to destroying them. So when Israel cried out to God not to forget them, they were not asking God just to think about them from time to time. They meant, don't blot us out, don't annihilate us. In the Old Testament, the worst of sins was to forget God. Deuteronomy 6.12, after the giving of the Ten Commandments, God says, be careful, do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. But then later on in Judges 3, verse 7, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. They forgot their God and served the Baals and the Asherahs. To forget God is to live as if God does not exist. On the other hand, there's the promises like that one in Isaiah 43. I'm he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. It doesn't mean that God's absent-minded. Since God is God, his memory is perfect. The truth is, though, that God loves to forgive. He chooses to forget. He chooses not to remember. 
He blots out the sins of his people. So as scripture says, if we confess our sins, he's true and faithful and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's the gospel. A fresh start. A new beginning every time. Our sin need no longer hinder our relationship with him. So in biblical terms, forgetting and remembering have present implications. When God urges his people to remember their slavery in Egypt, they're not being asked just to recall an historical event, but to live in the reality of having been set free. So here's my, my attempt at a definition. To truly remember is to be so aware of an event or something in the past that it affects the way you live in the present. It's a living reality. We have some sense of that. Imagine a husband and wife celebrating their, their wedding anniversary, but there's no cards, there's no flowers or anything. Wife says to him, you forgot our anniversary. He said, no, I didn't. I've been thinking about it all day. To truly remember is to act on what you remember. To truly remember is to be so aware of something that happened in the past that it affects the way you live in the present. Now, think about Remembrance Sunday. And we're coming nearer to that time when we're sharing two minutes quiet to reflect on that. What's that all about? As we think back to an event of the past, how should it affect us in the present? Well, firstly, of course, it's a reminder of the continuing cost of war. The many millions who've lost their lives, First World War, Second World War, and since, it's estimated that over 25 million people have died in wars since the last war. And so it goes on. But of course, those are cold statistics. These are individual people. And how good it is there are still some around who can tell us the stories of those difficult years. It's a reminder of the continuing cost of war. It's a reminder, too, of the blessing of peace that we've enjoyed for the most part for these last 75 years. And that it's not something we should take for granted. It was bought with a price. And that should be treasured and used well. Today we give thanks for the peace we've enjoyed in this country and pray for peace in our world where there's continuing conflict. Thirdly, of course, it's a reminder of our call to be peacemakers. Not just peace lovers. I think probably all of us are that. Nor even just peacekeepers, but peacemakers. It's an active role. It's not just about avoiding conflict and confrontation, keeping out of trouble. It's an active, positive thing, taking practical steps, taking the initiative. Blessed are those who make every effort to bring about reconciliation, where there is relationship tension or breakdown. As Paul says, do all that you can to live at peace with everyone. So as we remember today, let's also reflect today on our lives and some of these things. So we're thinking about, in this last few minutes, what does it mean to remember? And I've suggested that to remember 
is to be so aware of something that happened in the past that it affects the way you live in the present. And that understanding has all sorts of implications in Scripture. For example, for our relationships, I think of Jesus' words in the Sermon on the Mount. If you're offering a gift at the altar and there, remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to your brother. The past memory leads to present action. Or take again our concern for others. Paul says in Galatians 2.10, remember the poor. Does he simply mean that we should think about them from time to time? Surely much more. Let the needs of the poor influence the way that you live day by day. And then, of course, for our worship, the Lord's Supper, the heart of our worship, do this in remembrance of me. This is not just a looking back, not just a memorial, but a refocusing of our lives now as we enter into all that Christ's sacrifice means for us today. An American writer was traveling through this country some years ago and his car broke down and while he was waiting for it to be repaired, he wandered into the local village churchyard and began to walk around and look at the various graves and came across a plot of 50 graves in one place, surrounded by a low brick wall, overgrown, untidy, neglected. But on the wall above was a large concrete slab which said in very large letters, we shall never forget your sacrifice. He looked closer at the graves. He found they were all of young men, men from New Zealand, aged between 17 and 25. Why so many? Why here? There were no clues in the churchyard. He visited a local museum. The attendant said he had no idea who these people were. Nor, it seemed, did anyone else in the village that he asked. He finally found out that they'd been soldiers based in the area in the First World War who died of the flu epidemic in 1918. An impressive inscription, we will never forget your sacrifice, turned into an empty promise. No one had remembered them. Their sacrifice had been forgotten. To truly remember something is to be so aware of something that happened in the past that it affects the way you live in the present. 